My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is nearly impossible to capture holiness in plaster, to convey sanctity in statues. I'm often surprised when wandering around beautiful churches to find how unlovely, how artificial the saints can feel tucked away in niches and alcoves. It's why we are overawed by Bernini's sculpture, Ecstasy of St. Teresa and Michelangelo's Pieta. Those masters capture the essence of the saints. Teresa in spiritual communion with God, St. Mary grieving her murdered son draped across her lap. It's why I'm grateful for our own very lovely statue of our Lord in the arms of his mother. Yet mainly, holiness does not hold up well under the sculptor's chisel, the painter's brush, the poet's pen, though many try their hand to capture it. And that's the danger always of remembering St. Mary, the Virgin Mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, for she is the first among saints and first to be turned into an object of saccharine piety, no more than a pretty face. Dorothy Day, founder of the Catholic worker and friend of the poor who was more admired than emulated during her life, famously said, don't call me a saint. I don't want to be dismissed that easily. Day knew how we treat saints. We pretty them up. We clear away all the difficulties in their lives and we shape them into plaster and we slap some paint on them and we stick them in a niche as an example of untouchable piety people to be admired, but mainly ignored. And so goes too much of the art inspired by Mary. Go to any Christian goods store and you'll find plaster figurines and flat mechanical reproductions of Mary, saccharine and unreal, pale, sweetly pretty, demure, harmless. But there's little in her life, little in who Mary was and is that calls for such treatment. And certainly the ways people have turned to Mary in prayer and desperation over the centuries doesn't support a Mary who is harmless, sweet and mild, a saint to be dismissed. And yet mainly we either make Mary into a pious plaster saint or we fight about her. It's no secret that Mary's been a source of contention among Christians. You might remember Father Stickway's sermon on this very occasion last year, and if you don't, or if you didn't hear it, go home today and listen to it. Father Stickway reminded us that in the divorce of the Reformation, Protestants got St. Paul and the Catholics got St. Mary, and there's been no little trouble since then. Since non-Catholics have refused to see Mary as she truly is, 
and they've gotten stuck with the thorny St. Paul. The difficulties and differences of how we understand Mary uh, naturally arise on this day. Roman Catholics celebrate the Assumption, Mary taken bodily into heaven without feeling the touch of the grave. The Orthodox celebrate the Dormition or the falling asleep of Mary on the day of her death. As usual, we Anglicans split the difference, refusing to pin down the mystery as you will have noted in our opening collect, O God, you have taken to yourself the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is true, if not exactly specific. But despite all the centuries of disagreement, there is one thing that we can all agree on and have, in fact, even delineated in an official document from ARCIC, Anglican Roman Catholic International Commission. It exists. That commission tries to clarify what our denominations share and where we differ. And in their paper on Mary, we make clear that we Anglicans and Roman Catholics, along with our Orthodox cousins, well, we can all agree that Mary is Theotokos, a Greek word for God-bearer. Theotokos, God-bearer. What that means literally is that Mary bore God into the world. She bore the Son of God in her fleshly body so that he might be flesh. What that means for us is that Mary bore the one who bears our sins. That alone makes Mary worthy of our admiration, our veneration, our remembering her today and on all her feast days, the Annunciation, the Visitation, the Presentation, also known as the Purification of St. Mary, and every Sunday during the Eucharist. But Our Lady, Mary, God-bearer, bore not only our Lord, but she bore our life as well. Mary, no plaster saint, bore our life, bore the joys and sorrows that we face, bearing the scandal of her pregnancy, the rough ride to Bethlehem, heavily pregnant, the even rougher delivery with no kinswomen to help. Wim Mary bears the suffering of a refugee, fleeing home and family, escaping a murderous government in order to protect her child. Mary bears the yawning, endless grief of every parent ever faced with watching a child suffer and die, the pain of cradling the body of a dead child. Mary bore the years after the crucifixion, growing old, growing weak, holding Jesus in her heart in joy and loss and grief. She bore the pains of a long life after bearing our salvation. In saying yes to God in a moment, she ever after bore the consequences of that yes. And we know from the story of the wedding of Cana when she pointed out to her son that they have no wine and then tells the servants there, do whatever he tells you. We know from that moment that our blessed mother bears our needs, our prayers directly to God.
And from that, we also know where she is always pointing us, which is right to Jesus. Do whatever he tells you. She bid the servants and bids us to listen to him. Having borne Jesus into the world, she bears us to him, pointing us to him, and she bears him to us, making plain that Christ is our salvation. Theotokos, God-bearer, bore the pains and sorrows and joys of this life, trusting in the work of God, rejoicing in God, magnifying the Lord, so certain that God will do great things for her, will scatter the proud, bring down the lowly, lift up, bring down the powerful, lift up the lowly, fill the hungry, send the rich away empty, overturning the world as it is so it can become the kingdom that God plans, so certain is she of all that that her song is in the present tense. For the sake of that trust, for the sake of God, Mary bore all. Our blessed Virgin Mary is no plaster saint. She bore the slings and arrows of this life that we know. She bears our prayers to our Lord. And she bore the very one who even now bears our sins and makes us whole. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.